This is the first in a two-part special episode together with Victorina Maddis. We had a blast recording. Uh, it turned out to be really long and rather than cutting out stuff and depriving you of Victorina Maddis content, uh, it's going to be split up into two episodes. So you're getting one now and one a week from now. So everyone, uh, enjoy the episode. Now the story of an eclectic fan base who lost touch with reality and the one podcast that somehow holds them all together. It's the substandard expanded universe. Hey, you cool cats and kittens. Welcome to another episode of the SSEU podcast. You might have noticed that most of our news outlets and social media is filled with information about the coronavirus these days. We are here to help. We promise that you will get no useful information whatsoever on this episode. Which makes it just like all the previous episodes. I am, as usual, joined by Bhagavan Kinney and Chris Exotis. Uh, Chris Exotic. Uh, guys, how are you? Good. Great. Great. Okay. How about you, Thomas? I, I hear you uh, uh, have had quite a day. Oh, but I guess we'll, first we we'll, guest introduced, don't we? Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, so, more importantly, besides Chris and Ryan, we have a very special guest today. It is the only guest that I can say have treated me to lunch at the Palm in D.C. with his buddy, Roger Stone, seated at the table right next to us. He, he is the deputy editor of the Free Beacon, having to live in the shadow of the publication's first lady chief editor. He was formerly with the Weekly Standard and is Georgetown University's most famous graduate. He holds the record for a Disney Cruises Caribbean 5K and is an avid Peloton user and the author of Vodka, How a Colorless, Odorless, Flavorless Spirit Conquered America. He is, of course, best known as the co-host of the weekly podcast The Sub Beacon, together with JVL and Sonny Bunch. Victorina Maris, welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad uh, to finally be uh, asked to be on your show. I believe the other people have been on already. I'm the last one, aren't I? Yeah, well, we tried, but for uh, re- like reasons uh-huh. that you couldn't control, yes. it didn't work. Oh, I yeah, see. You're, you're, That's uh, what they tell you. That's what they tell me. <laughs> yeah, your secretary wasn't returning her calls. <laughs> And uh, like you ran out of excuses because like we know you have the time now. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, just, like, say, I think you, I, you've ran out of all the guests you can think of. And then finally, <laughs> there's me. Right. So you're uh, stuck with me. Uh, but I'm happy to be on the show nonetheless. Vic, do you know that you have a web- website? Uh, yeah, which one? <laughs> <laughs> oh, where did it go? Hang on. Like VicMattis.com? Oh VicMattis.com. Yes. Uh, You know, the original VicMattis.com was a prank uh, by uh, the uh, former art director of the Weekly Standard, Philip Chalk. They were testing out all this web stuff. This is when the Internet was still new and exciting, by the way, you know, and websites. You're doing website development. And and, and Philip is so crazy. Uh, he, he, He has insane sort of prank ideas. And, uh, for example, he did an April fools once where he was going to, no, he did. He woke up his family like at like five or six in the morning and told him there was a fire in the house. And then they all ran out and said, April fools, come on, let's go out to uh, breakfast now. <laughs> and so anyway, uh, Philip designed VicMattis.com And then he convinced, uh, uh, another, uh, former colleague to go into my computer and find, uh, photos and put it up. And then pretend it's like a fan site, and it was genuinely creepy. <laughs> and I, but I didn't. I never gave him the benefit of the sort of the freak out of oh my gosh, did you hear somebody did this to me? And I just waited it out until I could figure out who my suspects were. And it took me about a year. And then finally, <laughs> I was like, it's come down to finally somebody broke down and said, yeah, yeah, it's Philip Chalk. And so it was Philip who started it, and then he transferred the domain to me. Um, and, and then it's like a real yeah. website now. And it's like a real website. It was actually redesigned uh, by the great Catherine Miller, who is, I think, still a politics editor at BuzzFeed. Uh, but she started off at the Beacon, a very talented woman. Uh, she's fantastic, very cool. And so she did that. Uh, and then, and, but of course, that's such a thing of the past now because nobody goes to these you know, uh, uh, yeah. blogs and stuff like that. I mean, so here we are now doing the latest thing, uh, podcasts. It, so your website hasn't been updated since September 11, 
That's right. So I guess I technically was at the beacon and I said, I'll throw one more in there. And that was it. And I just got tired. And, uh, and I mean, most people are reading everything on Twitter, you know, and I, I remember thinking, ugh, I don't want to get on Twitter. And eventually you all do. Except JVL. Except JVL, but it's good for his mental health, I think, yeah. uh, that he doesn't go uh, go back on. It's crazy out there. Um, but, Thomas, I did want to uh, make uh, one correction. You mentioned uh, Avid Peloton user, uh, and that's in the past now because, of course, my gym is closed in the building. So I haven't had okay. my sort of every other or every few days working out with Jess King. Uh, and so Jess King, does Emma Lovewell know that she's gone? Emma Lovewell is past history. Emma Lovewell is past history. Jess King is where the action was at. Okay. Wild. Crazy. Like, I'm sure you still though check in every other day on, on Jess King. (laughs) Is that a man or a woman? Oh, go. Come on. She's a woman. You pull up her videos and watch them. I'm sure. She's a woman. You know, she's a woman. She's got it. You could, you could, you could check her out on Instagram. You could check her out on Instagram. Uh, I mean, one could if if you were so inclined. If you were so inclined, but I was so disappointed that they closed the gym down, and somebody could not believe that I was using the gym way way until the very end because of you know everything <laughs> that's out there. And I said, on the contrary, it's because everyone else was so scared. I got the sweat on all the machines. I didn't have to wipe it down. It was great. You can. I, you can. I think you can Hi, still Ron. sign up for the video service, even if you don't have a Peloton. <laughs> I just don't you, watch. You, you can still need, just watch the video. I, I yeah, I, I, I just need to see them in five minutes spurts, <laughs> so to speak. Sorry, spurts. Okay. Yes. Well. Anyway. While we're talking about health, Vic, you had a um a blood test coming up. Um, oh is that yeah. From, is, did that stand? I, or? I can. I can, Yeah. I went to the doctor's office. There was no. There was like two people there. Uh, one was an old guy and he had a mask on and then yeah, they have the X's on the floor everywhere you go. Now there are X's yeah. on the floor. So you stay on the X and then, um, uh, I got my blood, my blood drawn, uh, and a urinalysis. And of course they don't tell you about it until you show up. And I had already gone to the bathroom. So I really <laughs> had to just, you know, concentrate and just like, uh, can I squeeze one out? You know, and it was, and, it, and you'd hate to have to go back. I don't want to go back to these places. I don't even like doing that, you know? So did all that and came back to meet with the doctor a couple of days later. The crazy part was uh, my original doctor had left. So uh, she went to do the, what do you pay fee for service stuff? So she's gone. And so I had a new doctor and she comes in and she just says, how can I help you? I said, how can I help you? I said, <laughs> I was supposed to come back here because I need to have my blood pressure meds renewed for another six months. And so, oh, okay, well, let's look at your results. And she hadn't looked at them. Um, so my triglycerides, uh, uh, they were, I think, one higher than 149 is bad. Um, but um, it was, uh, so before that, it was below that, which was pretty good. It went up to 182, but all things considered, <laughs> that's still good. Okay, Thomas. You, you have no idea. You know how I'll, I'll reveal the number now that it's 182. So anything higher than 149 uh, for triglycerides is bad. So a year ago, about a year ago, I, I got the blood test. The triglycerides were about 850. <laughs> I was basically like having like if you if you drew my blood, it was basically gravy. <laughs> that was coming at, it was like, and not just like, not just any gravy, but you know, the kind of like the drippings from the pan gravy, the, you know, the gray one, the gray gravy, the gray one with lumps. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, I'm on the, I could have a stroke. And so that really you know, scared uh, the hell out of me. And so I really got into this, uh, you know, more of a workout regimen. And really it was more than just working out. It was about having to cut back on, on my appetites. Except for drinking. I don't think drinking is a factor <laughs> in any of this. Uh, so anyway, that was so. So it's 182. I'm happy about that. Cholesterol is like, I don't know, 240 something. Again, I'll take it. So how much how much weight have you lost since then? Uh, at my height, I might have been 183 or 184. And uh, this morning I was 170. Wow. Mm, nice. nice work. Good so job. I, I, I try to run. Uh, now, especially during quarantine, I run every, uh, almost every other day, practically every other day. And I did about, uh, 3.7 miles today. And then I plank and there are great websites for planking. And I've been looking at them on my phone. The only problem is, um, you know, there's all these great videos you could watch for working out. And it's so now it's somehow 
is in my But they're Instagram. behind a paywall. What? But they're all behind a paywall, at least the good ones. Yeah, no, yeah, at least the good ones, right. That's what I'm saying. So all of a sudden, though, you know how all your um, software, it, it shares all the information. And mm-hmm. so uh, now when I if I go to Instagram and I go to a search, they th- they all the, all it is is a bunch of dudes working out. <laughs> and so because, because I had clicked on the video about how to plank and it was a you know it was a dude working out and so that you know it's like oh you must like have a this do you really want to watch the working out we know what you really want to see you know and so there and then, you know and there it is but uh, nevertheless I, I I they they say uh, to plank you could plank every day and they say to do it three to four times which is nuts but I I think I did it twice today. So that's good enough, plus the running. And also, because I'm home, I'm not eating out anymore. Yeah. Yeah. How how long can you plank for? Uh, Okay. Well, it's like a different series of different uh, plank positions. There's the uh, the elbow one, Mm -hmm. and you do that for a minute, and then you do the push-up one position for uh, another minute, and then you do the one where you're uh, on your forearms, and you lift one leg behind the other, Mm. and then you do that for 30 seconds each leg, and then you do the side plank. Where you're balancing on your when you're balancing on I'm doing it right now as you see on the on the, <laughs> yeah. video, on, the on the on your on your elbow and you do 30 seconds each side and then you do uh, another uh, minute and minute set. So and so how how many how many people? How, how many, many people? people? What do you what do you guys you're saying gang gang what? What's <laughs> <laughs> Forward. This is not Ryan. This is not Havoc. You ever see Havoc with Anne Hathaway? And they have to roll the dice. Mm-hmm. You know uh, what's her name? Remember, she, I think she rolled like a uh, like something four? like a three two, or four. But, yeah, no, yeah, the friend. The friend rolled yeah. like a six. I think the friend <laughs> rolled a six. So, but so, how is the Mattis family handling quarantine? <laughs> I would say I have. Um, I'd say my son has the most sort of. Uh, um, mental uh toughness to get through this um when we broke the news uh that school was closed uh until basically you know the fall he celebrated a toy he was just he just sort of shrugged and said i'm gonna have for a bike ride and uh and my daughter was heartbroken you know she loves she loves people you know she loves Mm. going out i don't know where she gets that from uh (laughs) she loves restaurants i mean so this has been a nightmare for her is she earning votes like is she Oh, she wants to do. Yeah, she she loves doing all that sort of stuff. Uh, Friends, gangs, whatever. And even now, even now during quarantine, she has like a a biker gang, you know, from the kids from the (laughs) kids from like the neighboring streets. And they come up like, hey, you know, asking if she can go out by side. Are you the oldest of the? And so she just leads them around um, with careful social distancing. Uh, Watch out, because it might turn into a. I want to say Stranger Things, where the kids used to ride around on their bikes too, and then I think that's things. what they all. You know, I mean, if 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 you were that age in middle school and like seeing middle uh, Stranger Things, that's what you kind of wish would happen to you. Except for you know, like my son is always amazed uh, that you know, in watching these movies uh, or TV shows that take place in the eighties, that nobody had helmets riding their bikes and he thinks it's the coolest thing he said he, he wishes he were in the 80s um but i said yeah that's the way it was but uh, you got right nobody wore helmets but no. ryan did you uh did you do something to your garage yeah so the part of the garage that we just store stuff in um i like, cleaned all that stuff out threw a bunch of it away and just put like um, a mini basketball goal in there and that's great. Uh, like it, we put like a rug down on part of it and just told them if you want to yell and throw stuff at each other, do it in here. <laughs> so it's like it's it's like in those you know the Japanese corporations they have the screaming room. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. good. Yeah, good. Uh, Question: uh, How's how's the the lovely Kate Mattis doing in this uh, rough time? Uh, ups and downs, I would say ups yeah. and downs. You know, whenever that you know she does not like the bad. She likes being out there. You know what I mean? She likes going out. She's very outdoorsy. I told her that, you know, when I was uh, a kid, you know, you would have perfectly gorgeous summer days and I'd be in the basement playing Axis and Allies <laughs> <laughs> with myself. Uh, but, you know, the uh, uh, so so it drives her crazy. But, uh, you know, when they when they uh, Virginia issued the, the stay at home uh, ruling. Um, that was really annoying uh, until June 10th, right? June, at least till June 10. And I'm like, I'm going to watch Governor Northam's hair and he better not get that cut. Because if nobody's getting a haircut, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but uh, uh, question, question. So um, I have heard uh, that 
how do I how do I put this? I have heard that you were rather persistent in uh, pursuing Kate and convincing <laughs> her to marry you. Oh, you want that story? Yeah. Oh, whoa, whoa. hang on, hang on, hang on. That's what I want. Before we get there, like let's let's talk. We got to cover the most important stuff. Um, Vic, who is the host of this show? That's what I want to know. <laughs> How much toilet paper do you have? <laughs> How much toilet paper do I have? Let's see. I have 36 rolls, but they're like, they, they turn out, you know how they sort of con you into getting the 36 rolls. And each roll is actually pretty small. I'm not saying it's like a roll a day, you know, but I mean, we have three bathrooms, but, you know, but it's small. And so I have 36 rolls plus maybe three or four of these giant Cottonelle rolls that I'm thinking of, I, I'm, I'm thinking of putting up on uh, the black market because they're <laughs> so good. Cottonelle. If you go to, go to Amazon, there's, there's none available left. There's yeah. no Cottonelle. Nothing. Cottonelle double. That's the way to go with well, the, um, that's I interesting saw, you for say example, I saw uh, on Amazon, uh, they were, uh, you know, like they have private sellers, independent sellers. And one of them, there was like a German symbol on it. And I'm like, you know what? I remember, <laughs> I remember toilet paper in Germany. I lived in Germany and Austria. That you, that's, that's, that's not toilet paper for us. You know, it's like sandpaper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's really rough. <laughs> it's, like, it's really, I don't know what it's like uh, in, in Sweden, uh, Thomas, but, uh, you know, I mean, are they, cause a lot of it is very, um, is it very, cause it's very echo, echo conscious. They, they only use ligandberry leaves in Sweden. <laughs> Lingonberries. Nice. Uh, a, a friend of mine, uh, a friend of mine, yesterday uh, back in Illinois, went to the grocery store, and they were so uh, out of bath tissue or toilet paper that they instead, for that entire aisle, they had just filled it with cereal. <laughs> and wow. he, he messaged me, so they, it was filled with Cheerios, and he messaged <laughs> me and captioned it, "Do it yourself, chocolate Cheerios." <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <gasps> well, okay. No, have, I, have you guys? So, be, it being April first, that we're uh, April Fool's Day, that we're recording this. Uh, have you guys seen? Like, I was trying to Google, um, like, good um, April first thing, uh, April Fool's Day things to do with your kids. And do, do you guys know like the 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 toilet paper poop prank? Oh, I'm I, afraid to ask. I, I don't so you. And I actually saw a video of this about a week ago. You um, sit on the toilet with your phone on, uh, recording, and you call to your child saying, I'm out of toilet paper, or it fell off or whatever, and the toilet paper roll, I can't reach it. Can you get it for me? <laughs> and so the kid picks it up, and they hand it to you, and you have, um, have, have some melted chocolate or Nutella or something on your hand, and as you <laughs> reach for it, you rub that on their, on their hand. <laughs> And you're like, oh, no, I'm sorry. I rubbed poop on you. <laughs> and I actually saw a video of, of this mom who did it to, like, her three-year-old. And the kid was, like, convinced it was poop. And the mom was like, no, it's just chocolate. She's like, is it poop? And she's, like, the mom's, like, licking her hand. She's like, no, it's chocolate. <laughs> you, you know that kid is going to grow up thinking that poop is chocolate. <laughs> it's gonna yeah. there's all kinds of mixed up stuff in that house yeah also very german again <laughs> <laughs> no I, I saw i saw a prank on uh, twitter or facebook whatever where a dad tricked his kids into thinking that it was the first day back to school that the school oh, set up and he sent them out terrible. there and they were standing out there waiting and he filmed them and was like hey girls do you know what day it is and it took them a while, and then they then they came chasing after him. I just have a few more, like Vic. We please on a few more on brand questions. Um, <laughs> what is that brand? It, oh, you'll you'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> so we've been talking said, about it at the doctor's office. You said you squeezed one out. Yes, urine. <laughs> that are you sure it wasn't a stool sample? Because oh. That's a term we use for stool. Yeah, yeah, no, I, 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 I thought about it when I was, uh, but I really had very little to give, you know, I, and so it really felt like that. Uh, and I've been in the other situation too, but that was against my will when I was in the hospital. I was very sick, and oh my gosh, it's they thought I had C diff, you know, C diff. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's, well, I was in the hospital. Like, they, like, they, like people have to gown up to come. They like, did, yeah, and yeah. They, and and they and they did. Uh, this is true, and. Uh, uh, so I had like a strep infection in my arm, which is <laughs> it's, it's hard to believe right Ooh, now, you know. But <laughs> but but back, ladies was, and gentlemen, it was, it was it was but it was huge. And so, welcome to the gun show. Thank you very much. 
too bad they can't see this. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm actually looking at myself in the videos. Hey, that looked pretty good. Uh, Show so and anyway, tell is my favorite part about yeah, podcasts. Uh, you want to do that again? We can, we can get a screenshot. If oh, you'd no. Like. <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, but it was uh, I, I did a week in the hospital. Uh, Jonathan remembers this too, and and I remember Continetti and Sunny. Sunny was they were really worried that I I might die, and in fact, you know. People lose their arms on these things, you know, where you get, mm-hmm. uh, you know, but anyway, at some point in time, because of the, uh, the, the infection, you know, it affected me down there. And so they think, oh, you <laughs> might have C. diff. And so, you know, the nurses are so nice and, and they're, and they're so cute. And yet there is no dignified way to tell the hot nurse, Erica, uh, Erica, I, I love something for you. You know, I mean, there's no way to tell her that it's there in the bathroom. Like, you know, how else do you say like, oh, um, so that thing. Yeah. You know, and she, but there's such professionals about it. And they're like, oh, OK, no problem. I'm like how she went in there and like, well, you know, <laughs> dealt with, but they, that, I know that's their job. They, they need to be paid more. Uh, but uh, yeah. So uh, well, stool it's samples. Like, stool it's, samples. it's kind of like the the we talked last in our last podcast about the. Um, viral video of the Zoom meeting. This, this is like this work Zoom meeting where um, the one girl takes her laptop in the bathroom and doesn't like doesn't realize she hasn't <laughs> muted the video. And like everybody at work witnesses her sit on the toilet. And I was like, I would I would quit my job, change my name, and move. I could never face those people again. I'd imagine like it's hard to talk to those nurses after you've after they. Yeah, I like, mean, if I saw them on the day, they they they've seen you at your they you. have seen you. They have seen you at your worst. You know. Uh, yeah. So there, okay. To answer that question. You will have yeah, more questions. Wait, I, I have one more kind of on brand question. Um, and Vic, like you're, you're like an East coast media elite. I feel like you have <laughs> maybe some, you, you have your, like, you just, you have a lot of knowledge and, and you're connected to, uh, so I wonder if you can answer this question to me. Is it true? This shortage of toilet paper is simply because everyone used to poop at work. That is a very uh, interesting question. I know people who, you know, really thought about this economically. Uh, and, you know, they say my good friend, Peter Lowe, uh, you know, when he worked for like uh, Nations Bank before it became Bank America. And he and I was like, there were, I, I visited him. It, it might have been down in Jacksonville at the time. And, and I was like, where's the toilet paper? There's hardly any toilet paper in this house. And he goes, I don't need toilet paper. I go, what about when you need to, you know, go number two? Because oh, I just do it at work. That's how he saved money or yeah. whatever. He just didn't buy toilet paper because you're just, he's just going at work. And there are people, I'm surprised how many people do that, you know, in the office. <laughs> Me personally, I mean, I'm, I, I mean, well, unless it's an floor, emergency, unless it is an emergency. Yeah. And then I'm, I, even then I'm trying to go either to a different floor, you know, what we used to call Xanadu in the weekly standard days. It was in the lower level. Jonathan remembers this. We talked about it on, on the old, on mm-hmm. the other show yeah. and, 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 um, but you don't, you know, and if I'm in there, well, I'm not getting out until everyone is gone. I'm waiting for, I'm, you know, you don't want to walk out and then <laughs> see somebody. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I've definitely done this. Like you go to in a public place, like a movie theater or whatever, and you go and you have to. Movie theater. Thomas, you're theater. missing the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Who is <laughs> early? He stays late. Who is pooping in the movie theater? <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't know. He's going to really. The, like, when do you go? When do you decide you got to go? You know, when you're in the movie theater, like, oh, I think they're just going to have some dialogue. I, I, yeah, I, exactly. I, I can just when you know, pinch one out. You yeah. know? When nothing's going on, you don't suspect that anything really important is going to happen. You make a you make a run for it. I don't do that. I bring a bedpan with me. I don't. <laughs> yeah. No. No. I mean, it's like the motorman's friend. I always joke about. You know, like you know, you just use the especially if if you just have to pee. You know, I mean, just when you're done drinking, you just there it is. You know. Yeah. Well, you just recline. You turn your back to Vic, and you just <laughs> and you just let out small farts yeah. the entire movie like that Sorry. that one time. What what movie was that, Vic? Which one would you? Would, some some lady next to you. You're like, like she she turned and rolled away, like toward like her butt towards you. And oh yeah, no, it was a dude. It, it was a guy. He was with a he was with a girl, and 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 he 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 was leaning. He was like so he was fully reclined, you know, on those seats, <laughs> and but he was on his side, but facing her. So you know his butt is facing me, and it was during a Jurassic World that you know that oh it was my. during that one. And so maybe he should have pulled a Thomas and just, you know, called an audible. Yeah, I was little... I was doing the waving symbol. Like it was too much. It was too much. It was, it, it was so rude. With all the Zoom going on, Vic, have you heard of Zoom bombing? 
No, what is that? <laughs> Do you have a guess as to what it is? I, I feel like like this is kind of something I don't know. You might have an interest in. Oh my gosh, I'm afraid to ask, but is it uh, th- is there nudity involved? <laughs> there is. Yeah, um, we had a Zoom happy hour with um, some members of the Mega Thread, and uh, somebody posted the link on the mega thread, which is a heavily trafficked thread. Okay. And this guy signs in at first without a video. And we're like, who's this guy whose name is in Cyrillic? Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> and then, and then you video comes see something. up naked dude with a thick Russian accent. Like, and he says, you like this? And he, um, does some pelvic thrust towards the camera as the host of the meeting is panicking. There's like 20 of us on this call. And, um, so I like what I've heard is that this is, has become an issue. How do they get on? Like they're hacking their way into well, Zoom conferences? It was on public Twitter. But yeah. they, oh. some of them are just guessing like yeah. URLs and Ooh. um Ooh. and getting in. So that's why that's why this call had a waiting room. I'm I'm testing it. It's the first time that I've used a waiting room. Yeah, we we don't want to we don't want to see that. <laughs> depending on who uh, it is actually. So uh, <laughs> So, Vic, I, I don't know if you realize yes, this. So, at one point uh, during the sub-beacon, JVL suddenly just started shouting transition to transition to different segments. He stole that from us. That That's our thing. He never gave you credit. No, he, he never did. gave and you credit. It was an episode that I wasn't there for, so he had to do it. And of course, you know, they don't spend the hours, the hours that I sit around trying to come up with something uh, decent. And I, I mean, I'm like, but if, like last episode, I just, I just ran it out. I ran out. I mean, these are, these are, these are, we're in a crisis here. <laughs> Nobody has time for transitions. Yeah. That's, I mean, well, that's it's so not just pre-coronavirus. Yeah. It's so pre-coronavirus uh, transitions. Uh, but so, so I wanted to say something to Chris's point. So Chris mentioned that today is April 1st and uh, as some of the some of our listeners know. Uh, usually during the summer, uh, I end up going uh, back to Sweden because that's where I spend mm. my summers. Uh, and because of coronavirus, I ended up booking my ticket a little bit earlier than I otherwise would have because they don't want us on campus. I can do everything remotely. I don't have to be here. So I was supposed to leave a week from now on April eighth on Wednesday. Uh, guess what happened this oh. morning when I woke up? No, no. Everything was canceled. Scandinavian Airlines is not flying anywhere internationally. And next week, they're probably going to shut down everything domestically. So I woke up. This was like, I don't know. Sorry to hear that. No, but it worked out because I got on the fucking phone. uh, And I have a flight out a little over 12 hours from now. I'm leaving. What? What? Okay. Okay. You may be the only person on the plane. Yeah, so I looked at that. So when I was like selecting the flights and I got to pick like my seats, no other seats were picked. There were like a few of them, but it's yeah. essentially if empty. there are open seats in first class, <laughs> you, you, you must strut take it. up there like you belong. Yeah. Yeah. Naked. <laughs> well, that's how it is in first class. You don't need clothes in first class. Yeah, so uh, when our listeners get this a little over 12 hours from now when it's published, uh, I will probably be in the air uh, heading first to Detroit, then to Amsterdam, and then to Stockholm. You might not make it out of Detroit. I know. Detroit's pretty (laughs) bad. Don't get out of the airport because, you know, they'll quarantine you for at least two weeks. Just stay. You don't have – oh. Uh, like, do you, you have to do the transfer from terminal to terminal? Do you know that? Or is it just... I have uh, never been to the Detroit airport, so I don't... Uh, mm. I'm not sure how this will work. Yeah. Okay, good luck to you. <laughs> I think, I've heard uh, it's quite nice. I just saw an article about Sweden, how they still have the lax rules, and there's still people hanging out, and movie theaters are open, and it's pretty crazy there, at least for now. We, we are made of sterner stuff, so yeah. we're, we're not too concerned. <laughs> Enjoy it while it lasts. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah no, but- like, I just saw the the hockey stick curve like <laughs> way above the other countries, and it's showing that like Sweden, what they did did not work. Yeah, no. Oh. So personally, my 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 thinking is that I'm going back home where my parents live, which is in northern Sweden, north of the Arctic Circle. Chris can definitely imagine this. It's like a tiny rural community where life is essentially like normal. Like my friends who still live there are posting videos on Instagram of them going snowmobiling and ice fishing and whatever. And I'm like, 
that's where I want to be. I don't want to be locked up in my apartment in downtown Phoenix. When you arrive, let me ask you this, Tums, when you arrive in Stockholm, is that where you fly to, Stockholm, or where do you fly into? I fly to Stockholm, and then I fly yeah. on from Stockholm. When you get to Stockholm, they're not going to say, hey, you came from the United States, you need to be quarantined for two weeks? Well, that's fine. I will tell them I have a cottage. I'll go there. I have a cabin oh, okay, in the yeah. woods. Oh, so it's like a, it's a self-imposed. They're not going to stick you yeah. in someplace. No, oh, like, okay. like as you said, so far the rules in Sweden are very lax. They are very, we trust people to use their own judgment. And it's probably going to end in cas- catastrophe, but we'll see. They trust until people then, until then. for their own judgment, except when it comes to snow tires. Mm-hmm. And then it's mandated and you are penalized if you do yeah, not use But them. Chris, aren't snow tires amazing? They are amazing. They're great. <laughs> All right. So uh, I, have a, I have a quiz uh, for uh, Victorino. Uh, okay. And so when I was emailing back and forth with Vic about the episode and he volunteered at topics that he is really good at is like food and drinking. So uh, movies and TV, but that's okay. <laughs> so th- this is a food and drink quiz. Oh, jeez. Okay. I should have said 80s TV. I just, I blanked out, but that happens. Okay. Go yeah. ahead. All right, so question one. I think this is fairly easy. I think most people might know this. What is the oldest brewery in the United States, and where was it founded? Uh, Anheuser-Busch in St. Louis? Uh, according to the internet, that is incorrect. Oh. Ryan and Chris. Wait, let me, wait, 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 let me think about this. Well, no, it's not. Huh. It's got to be German. Mm-hmm. Uh uh, wow! It's not Anheuser. Okay, uh-uh. it's not Pabst. <laughs> Pabst. Oh no, God, that's got Chris. So I have a guess because um, Yingling loves to talk about how they're the yeah. It's yeah. Yingling. Yingling. Yeah. Really? Yep. Pottsville, Pennsylvania, in eighteen twenty nine. Next up, Pottersville. I mean Pottsville. <laughs> have you seen Pottersville the movie, Wick? No, but I got Chris's reference. That's from Seinfeld. It is, yes. It's the swing band where yes. Elaine goes deaf. Again, Thomas, I totally forgot. Eighties TV and nineties. That's that's my strength. More than I know a lot. I thought I knew a lot about food and drink. But anyway, no. Uh, but I haven't. I haven't, I know that one though. That's the no. I I get confused with Pottersville and the the road to Wellville, but that's a different movie. Okay. Uh, question two: uh. What is the drink Cape Cod? Also known as, and perhaps more commonly known as, uh, not a Bay Breeze, is it? No, no, because it's it's cranberry juice, uh, vodka, and orange juice. Yeah, so people will just. I've always called it a Cape Cod, but uh... so uh, again, according to the internet, <laughs> so you know, take it with a grain of salt. Uh, one more for two. Cranberry juice and vodka is a Cape Cod. Is that okay. correct? Which is also yeah. a vodka cranberry, which is what, like, no one calls it a Cape Cod when they go. I, I, I call it a Cape Cod. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How many calories are there in an ounce and a half shot of vodka? 70? I'll give you that. It's 64. So, yeah. Wow. Okay. Yes. Well, I did write the book and, you know, close. I was close. Okay. Good. It's pretty good. I usually have more than that amount. That's why. <laughs> Well, it's like um, we have someone in the SSEU who weighs his drinks and um, we're like, why does he weigh his drinks? Uh, and he's like, well, like, so uh, like I know w- w- what was his answer? Like, I, I don't anyway, and Thomas is like, <laughs> you, you, you know, like you've got a drink when you've filled your glass. <laughs> There's no That's weighing. Right. Like you right. fill the That's glass. Right. That's right. I don't need to do that. Question four. How many restaurants in the D.C. metro area have earned Michelin stars? Wow. Uh, how many restaurants in the D.C. area earned mi- altogether? Altogether. Well, or like exist right now. Like ones and twos. One. Ones and twos, not counting the, uh, the, that, the, their little mini category, which was so insulting to so many great restaurants. <laughs> um, uh, okay. Wow. I don't know. Twelve? More. What is, what is like, what is like 20? No. 18. 18. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, you know, it surprises me that um, Ashok Bajaj, who owns the Bombay Club in Rasika and 
um, a bunch of other places that for some reason they have it in for him. Uh, and he has his theories. And I, I when I interviewed him, but I, I was not able to uh, talk about that. He didn't want me to, that was more off the record, but um, it does shock me uh, that, uh, none of his restaurants make it on there. And sometimes it surprises me the restaurants that are on there. No offense to the Jefferson Hotel, by the way, uh, but really their restaurant Quill as a Michelin star? I don't know about that. But but there is supposedly one restaurant with three stars, right? Uh, let's see. In the, yeah, I don't know. Was it minibar? Uh, no. The, the Inn at Little Washington. Oh, the Inn at Little Washington. Yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. O'Connell's, Patrick O'Connell's, the Inn at Little Washington, which is not in D.C., but it's, you know, it's all the way down there in Virginia, but true. Okay. That, that, counts. that counts. Yeah, I, I guess the web- website said that it is the region's only three-star yeah, the restaurant. region. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Question five, last question. I'm really, I'm really hitting, going for the fences here. Uh, you have, uh, let's give you two correct <laughs> so far. Uh, question five, what is the oldest restaurant in D.C.? The oldest restaurant in DC. Oldest restaurant or pub? Oh, that's that's a great that's a great question. Okay, let me think about this first. I get I, I, I give me a couple chances here. Um, the old Ebbett Grill uh, is very old, but they they moved it in a couple locations. So I don't know if that counts as uh, if, if I get half credit for that one. That is actually correct. Old oh. Ebbett Grill from eighteen fifty six. Yes, yeah, and you know the original original. Um, it had a different name, but it was uh, the same sort of restaurant. Um, and it was uh, in a different location, but it was, you know, the, the Brits went there, uh, after the war of 1812, well, I guess it was in 1814 when they burned the white house and they went to the, what is now the old Abbott grill and watched, um, uh, the white house burn. Um, Hmm. it's true. Uh, and there was another rest, you know, if you go to in the olden days when Chinatown in D.C. Gallery Place, Chinatown had actually a lot of more Chinese restaurants. One of them was called Golo's. And there was a plaque on the outside of Golo's on uh, H Street. And it said this building is where um, the conspirators met before they uh, assassinated Lincoln and the and, and tried to assassinate other members of the cabinet. But But so you're using past tense here? Uh, yeah, be, uh, well, I mean, that, that restaurant's gone now, but okay. I'm sure the building, I hope the building is still there. I never, I didn't know if Golo's was around at the time. I don't know if the conspirators had dim sum. They might have had some Chinese buffet, uh, and then they decided to kill the president. I don't know. Okay. Well, so you got a three out of five on the quiz? Ah, yes, I, feel, I really I... should have had you go for <laughs> 80s, 80s TV trivia. I would have aced that okay. one. In fact, and, uh, in fact, I, I had a back and forth. Funny enough, you know who is uh, um, who knows more about seventies and eighties television than anyone in the world? John Pudhortz. Yes. <laughs> How did you know I was going to say that? Well, like I listen to Glop, and <laughs> no. he's a crazy person. <laughs> we, we he's were, the Rain know, Man of yes. So he uh, um, he sent a review to the Beacon of that movie Marriage Story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he said, oh, I don't even know. What yeah, he really liked it, even though it discusses this thing. And I said, I didn't want to see it because I felt like it was like Kramer versus Kramer, you know, for 2020. And he says, well, that's exactly what I say. And then I said, OK, without looking on this is on email. I just said, without looking, what was the name of the kid from Kramer versus Kramer? And then less than a minute, like less than a minute later, he replies, Justin Henry, please. <laughs> and then I said, what Te- John Hughes movie was Justin Henry? And then immediately replies, 16 candles. Who are you kidding here? And then so just on and on. He was, he's just a machine. And I'm sure when you read his emails, you, like you hear his voice. In his voice. Justin Henry, please. Please. And then I said, well, do you remember? And he was telling me a story about the movie, Oh God and Oh God Part Two. And I said, how about Oh God, you devil? Who is, what was the name of the actor? He goes, are you kidding me? Ted Wass. He later on worked, you know, and he worked with Rob Long. And it's just this whole thing. But uh, <laughs> yeah, and that, John was my, my, uh, my first boss in D.C. Yeah. Mm. The, the, the Glock podcast did a live show. Uh, the outer week, which was uh, a lot of fun to on watch. Zoom, the one on Zoom that everybody's mm-hmm. raving about. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. Yes, so Sonny when, has no desire to do that. Well, <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask when is the Sub Beacon doing a live show? You know, I was opposed to it until I'm seeing myself now. I said, I, I look, I, I think I could do this. <laughs> I, I think, I, yeah, I yeah, much. I, I look much better than your backdrop, Thomas. <laughs> I, 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 I look like a Beauty and the Beast back there, and and I'm not talking about Bell. 
Get 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 Vic in a sleeveless shirt and let's do a live show. Well, I, you know I have that because I'm from Jersey, as you know. But you know what you know what we used to you know what we used to call those. Oofa. What you, what is that back there behind you now, Thomas? Have you have you not seen this movie? Oh yeah yeah Midsommar. Yeah. Why why is it Midsommar? Be- because that's the Swedish name for like oh, festivities. For mid- yeah, because in this case yes. it's like Zomar, Midsommar, yeah. of course, so, as you know in German. And I thought, oh, what is that? No, I haven't because people have been telling me the ending is so crazy. You would love it. Okay, maybe it, I'll check it out. It, it's on brand for you, I will say. I was you telling love the guys, it. we were trying to think of what the next episode should be. And uh, I, I, they didn't seem interested. But I thought we should go to Netflix, find the worst movie you can imagine that you've never seen, and watch it. And I'll tell you, too, that sh- jumped out at me. Uh, that keep They keep on popping up like you might be interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, Gotti with John Travolta. Eesh. Right, Yikes. they say that's bad, and then a, a little Italy with Hayden Christensen yeah. and Emma Roberts. I'm like, wow, that looks so awful. That would be a great sub big episode. And then we pick different ones. Like, what did you pick? You know, and so I, I don't know, but uh, and, and you got and, and it's so funny to you know doing this show, um, and how you guys came together after. I mean, you didn't know each other obviously before the show. No, and you were no. just—you were just fans of the. You just—how did you come across hearing that we did a the podcast? Um, uh, probably you follow JVL, I assume. I didn't follow JVL until after I started listening to the show. I followed Sunny, ah, of course. And then I saw, and then someone said because I remember tweeting about this that Sunny had a podcast, but it, at the time the link or anything about the podcast was not in Sunny's bio. And I'd been following him for a while. And then I heard he had a podcast and I replied to him. I was like, why is the link not in your bio? I would have started listening to this. Yeah. Uh, I started listening. It's a shame. That's why. <laughs> I started listening to the uh, substandard back then because your first yeah. episode was promoted on the Daily Standard by uh, Michael Graham and oh, Bill Crystal. Oh, right. Back in the day. Back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> And then you just started uh, going on Twitter, right? And that's how you met through Twitter? Yeah, well, that's because of Chris. Chris started what is now called the Mega Thread, which he left yes, me out yes, of. Yes, 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 I am familiar. <laughs> you know, and I don't, I don't do that. You, you put so much work into the, the brackets and the madness for the different <laughs> categories. And I, 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 I tend to avoid those. But I believe the answer is um, uh, bend it like Beckham. <laughs> and and the runner up the runner up would be bring it on the original uh again i don't know jonathan is so convinced that i saw stick it and that's become this running joke which is a funny joke but i actually have never seen stick it but you know what all you really need to see is bend it like beckham and bring it on that's uh, those are two great movies so I, I hate to break it to you but bend it like beckham lost in the first round oh to whom I will have to look this up. That's terrible. Yeah, it lost in the first round. Wow. Uh, it looks like the final is probably going to be Caddyshack against Major League. Those are two great movies. Uh, you know, Cleveland. Cleveland is such a long-suffering city. <laughs> so, uh, that, and, and that was, and that was, you know, that was their badge, uh, uh, you know, of honor. And so, it, it, it's funny now uh, with with the Indians. But that that was a great movie with a fantastic cast um you know there's a there's a have you seen the commercial for um where dennis haysbert is for Allstate and they they everyone calls him the Allstate guy and i'm like doesn't everyone remember him from 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 uh from major league and caddyshack well that, that crushes all the quadrants i'm telling you that's, <laughs> that's really cure knightley peaked with bendit like beckham am i right vic <sighs> let me think about this in terms of her acting performance, I mean, yes. Wise, oh, uh, like, you know, I mean, I like, saw just, what did I? I mean, she, didn't she performance-wise? Like she never she got did, better. Didn't she do Pride and Prejudice after? Wasn't that her thing later on? I can't even remember. Oh, I don't know. That's, honestly, it's not a real question. It was just kind of a, a <laughs> kind of. I was but you to know, the Indian, the Indian, the Indian <laughs> actress, the Indian actress was was. I liked her too. I thought she was very cute. And then all of a sudden, I saw her in Bird Box, and she was old. <laughs> <laughs> like thirty. 
What? It's crazy how that happens. What happened to you? They didn't, you know, her hair was, it was white. You know, she was like the old doctor in the, in the, in the, in the, in the, in the place for the blind people. Anyway. All right. So, uh, so Vic, we, we have two recurring segments that we like to do on the show. Uh, one of them is that we like to do movie quotes from movies uh, that yes. we see or that we love. Mm-hmm. And so I believe that Ryan has a movie quote for this week. I do have a movie quote for this week. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> All right. You and your sister. Oh, right. Not your sister. You and not your sister are going to race. And the winner gets to jump in the blue lagoon with me and play a game called Winchester Reach Around. <laughs> and that was Leo McKern in the blue lagoon. <laughs> My favorite scene. I watched the extended cut. Of oh, it. okay. Yeah. I was, you know, uh, again, I, I didn't know until later they were rescued. <laughs> I, I always thought the movie for me ended when she got pregnant. You know, right? She got pregnant. I was like, oh, that's it. That's that's it. And, and much like life, much life, like like your life pretty much ends then, you know, and she has the baby. Uh, and uh, uh, we, we, we'll get to the Blue Lagoon in a little bit. I have. Oh, really? I, okay. I, I had thoughts. Ferris Bueller was on the other day, and it, it still has one of my. There are so many great movie quotes that I that I like, but uh, that one has the great one from Charlie Sheen. Do you remember when he says to er- uh, Jennifer Grey, he looks at her in the uh, uh, in the police station, and she's staring at him, and he says to her, "You wear too much makeup. My sister wears too much eye makeup. People think she's a whore." You know, I mean, <laughs> it's a it's a great line. <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> there's another great one and i would i don't do it I, and i i i just i muff that uh quote as well the the one for fair spielers but the uh the my other favorite one is a fantastic one from get shorty and i won't do it any justice here but it is basically when danny devito and gene hackman are at the fancy restaurant it's supposed to be you know like um spago kind of a place and uh and danny devito of course is now supposed to be this really really famous actor and uh gene hackman is this sort of you know, be director, you know, has been. And he turns to Gene Hackman and says, oh, thank you so much for not casting me in, in the role of Eddie Solomon as the pedophile clown in Birthday Boy. <laughs> and it's just because I might have been stereotyped. And so um, I, I love that line. It's very funny. So uh, a few uh, quick questions here. Uh, one, one feature of the free beacon that I love is Man of the Year. And... I was scrolling M-O-T-Y. I was scrolling through it earlier today and it just it just makes me laugh like the little kid who runs up and tackles a lingerie uh, uh, Oh yeah that player. was very sweet. <laughs> yeah. We you know uh, people are sometimes they're not sure what to make of it because some of it is real, right? Some of it is genuine, I should say. Some of it is unironic. It's earnest, right? The troops, you know, people who save lives during shootings and things like that, brave people. And then uh, then we'll mix in there, um, you know, Hunter Biden, you know. Yeah, or, <laughs> or the buck that humped the decoy. Yes, that's right. The, that, yeah, that was one. Uh, and, 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 and one of the funny ones uh, we did was uh, Charlie Kirk. And he, you know, and he, he was so excited about it. And I, I don't know, he didn't really read it, I guess. And he so, was excited about it. Yeah. And, and then it's like, well, you know, I mean, because we, we work at server site, but we were teasing. So anyway, so it, 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 it depends. I, I, the one I wrote about, I, 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 my contribution, one of my contributions uh, to Man of the Year was uh, the kid who just who was waiting in line for the Chick-fil-A in Buffalo, New York. And he just loved chicken. And it's one of the most endearing quotes. He's interviewed by the local TV station. And he's like this 11-year-old. But uh, like people say, he sounds like a, a 50-year-old pipe fitter. But it's, a, it's a very Buffalo thing. So, uh, How are... The men of the year selected? Ah, uh, you know, this is funny. Uh, it's going to be interesting. It's science. Uh, I think they'll, you know, normally uh, we collect them through the year. Well, anytime we hear crazy, zany stories, we'll say, oh, so-and-so should be man of the year, you know, the, you know, or the, the personal trainer for Ruth Bader Ginsburg, you know, man of the year. <laughs> we had that. And, and we put them in a little file and we just collect them over 12 months. And then um, around uh, the end of November, uh, early December, uh, then we start doling them out. And we also ask the writers if they have any other nominations and, and, and suggestions, but then we usually divvy them up. And then, you know, uh, some of them that, you know, I did one 
uh, this German uh, triathlete who is banned from the, um, the, the the sushi bar from eating. It was an all-you-can-eat place, and they banned him from eating too much, which is very, you know, can you actually be banned from a buffet that all you can eat for all you can eat? So uh, that, and it used to be the, the person who was in charge of Man of the Year was Sonny. Uh, so this year, I think, uh, uh, Brett share handled most of them, but, uh, you know, the, the key is to make sure they all get these profiles done before the free beacon, uh, holiday party, because <laughs> nobody wants to work after that. So my, so my guess would have been that, uh, Bill McMorris handles most of these because I was on the BATF, uh, podcast slash live wow. show. Wow. And friends, right? Yeah. And friends. Yeah. With the Katowski. Uh, and uh, and or uh, Taub, yeah. And McMorris was was on it at the same time. And in my head, yes. I was like, "This has to be the, be the guy who picks these." Uh, no, no, you know, I mean, it's uh, it, it's it, it's a collaborative effort. You know, McMorris uh, has some, and Aaron Harrison, he, he's amazing. Uh, and you, you know, the the real uh, one of the other, I say the real purpose, but one of the great things about it is we put them throughout our vacation so that they're lined up and we can actually take a break for once, you know? So those days that we, you know, we're on vacation during the holiday between Christmas and new year's, we have it all lined up and every day you get three or four, unless there's breaking news and we can always jump in. But it's unlike, you know, for example, before then, you know, every day now it's like from any time from eight in the morning to 10 at night, you know, some writers writing something and filing and it just never ends. Uh, But that's a nice time when we do man of the year. It's usually quiet in the morning.